Previously on Fantastic Forum. A four-year-old kid walks into the video store across the street and gets Nightmare on Elm Street 3. That's my life. What the fuck you want from me? Man, your childhood's f***ed up. There was a book written about him or, or an article and it took pictures. And for some reason, he showed up with his own naked models. You'll get a C, C minus, I guess. That's my life, average. I guess for you, Eddie Wang. That could be Wong. Well, which Wong is it? <laughs> That's just Sounds Wong. like the wrong run. Oh, wrong run. see what you did, Oz? Two Wongs don't make a right. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, this whole segment went one. Tune in to Fantastic Forum Live, Wednesday nights, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, on allgames.com. The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Its pulsating sounds penetrate deep into your ear canal to stimulate your cochlea in ways no other show can. This is your final warning. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Pretty cool, I got the keys ready to come in and only comment on music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle problems in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! Which better than number one looks like. I guarantee you blows the load like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. We're back at it again, live from all over the place, bringing you the weekly comic book news, booze and reviews, talk and shit talk and derailments of conversations. But we're here. As always, we are uh, brought to you live. Thanks to partnership consideration maybe just pity from jeffrey's comics la and south bay's number one comic book retailer they just had a a big price drop on a bunch of classic back issues mm, that sounds awesome yeah and you can give them a call 310-538-3198 what's that number again 310-538-3198. I like that. 
Maybe a little less echo, but yeah. It's <laughs> I like it. Um but yeah. As always you can reach us in chat or you can call us on Skype. There's some information about that too. Wanna get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. As you can tell by the way the show started off today, we're running a little a little loose. Larry's gone. He said he's at work. He said he'll be 20 minutes late. But usually Larry, when Larry says he's on time, he's late. So we don't know how far into the show he'll be here. But hopefully he will, because we've got a lot of shit to talk about. I got a review for you guys. A little comic book from Image Comics called New World Number One. It's a nice little post-apocalyptic story. But we'll get into that a little later. Joe has a review, and he's trying to call in, so we'll see if we can get him soon. He's Joe is reviewing an anime, I believe, called. Oh yeah, you need a drum roll Oz, on your soundboard. I forgot to tell you. Oh, um, here. How about this? Fuck you, Larry. <laughs> is that from Kirby Enthusiasm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised if you type in "fuck you, Larry." How many? How many different There's a lot. Like yeah. yeah, that well the first one I sent you, the one that you can't play in its entirety, that one is from from Kirby Enthusiasm also. Uh but yeah, Joe will be talking to you about Sweet Sugar Life. Which is an anime, of course. With that name it's either an anime or some kid's breakfast cereal. Um but yeah, as always, you can hit us up in chat, you know, and all that. And tell us what you read or whatever. Derail our conversation. Um, on the line with me, we got Oz. Uh, intern's third, third drink turned out to be the charm. What is it? I call it a fuckerita. It's a margarita, but instead of mixer, it's just some lime juice and a Corona. <laughs> It's, uh, it's not that great, but it'll get you there. Right, look, by the third one, it tastes sweet. I'm trying to figure out how to add Joe to this call. Um, so I'm going to call him. If okay. by chance you get hung up on, then, or something, I, I'll figure Okay, just hold on. I guess that did. Oh, there's the button. <laughs> well, he didn't answer. I don't know. Should I try again right now, or um, we'll hear that stupid do 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 do. Yeah, might as well. It's better than dead air. Okay. Uh, let me see. 
Just make sure your levels are at a decent... It's not too loud or anything. I can only do so many things. Oh, it's not making a noise. It's just a little spinny thing. Going round and round. And you should say something, because I'm going to run out of things to say about the spinny thing. What oh. spinny thing? No answer, by the way. No answer. All right, well, you know what? We got a lot of news to get to anyway before... Oh, also, I forgot to tell you people out there, we have a, another mobituary for you. I'm sure you guys are excited about that. But in the meantime, we'll start off with some news and give Joe and Larry some time to, to get here. All right, here we go. We should have a like, uh, like Kurt. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Larry's missing all the fun stuff. Yeah, he'll hear it on the replay or on the the archive. Larry, if you're listening. Fuck you, Larry. <laughs> How many of those did you get? Two, because uh, I found that other one that you sent, and I just can't clear it up enough. I played yeah, it. I played it last week, and it just either blew out the the system or it was inaudible. Yeah, it was just like distorted. Cause it's also the way I got it too. Cause I I just plugged in my TV into the sound card, so I didn't like manage the levels properly. And this was like five years ago. Um, but yeah, in news. Um, yesterday there was an ominous tweet. From Brie Larson, who is the star of Marvel's upcoming movie, Captain Marvel. And um, she basically tweeted at Entertainment Weekly in some contrived-ass bullshit. Like, it's so stupid because it's all, like, joking around about... What they're gonna they're gonna announce a way to tease an announcement for the following day. So she just tweeted like, "How about we break the internet tomorrow?" Yeah, I, I saw that, and a lot of people got excited, thinking, "Oh, trailer." Yeah, and that's the thing; it got people all riled up, and you know it works. I just, to me, it's just insulting my fucking intelligence. Just, just, just play the trailer or show the pictures, whatever you're gonna do. Like, that's why I give a little. I guess it, it's. I feel that when Tom Holland spoils something, he spoils it like it is contrived, and he does he he does get clearance, and it's just he just it comes off naturally. It's not it doesn't feel all contrived. Like why do, why do you have to give Entertainment Weekly a, a plug? Like you're already giving them the exclusive. What more do they fucking want? You know? Is Entertainment Weekly like is it owned by Disney? Is that what's going on? No. Um... Well, at least I don't think so. I don't know for sure. But they always get the the first shots of comic book movies. Like, they had right. the different covers for the Suicide Squad. They had, uh, what's-his-face, Black Lightning, I think. Yeah. They get a lot of that. And I don't... They must have some deal with a studio somewhere or, I don't yeah. know, Harvey Weinstein cut a deal. Something happened. Well, Weinstein cut something. Um, but yeah, it, the whole, I don't know, I don't know if you had that feeling, but to me it was just like, oh, come on. Like, I don't, I don't want to have to follow Entertainment Weekly or Brie Larson, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, like, it, 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 it did get me a little bit excited because even though it's going to be on Entertainment Weekly, if a trailer comes out five minutes later, it's on YouTube. Like, I can find it somewhere and I can watch it. But apparently not. I just, we just got all suckered into. For nothing. Yeah. It was the cover of the, what I saw was the cover for um, the Entertainment Weekly with her on the cover. And then, then we got some, I guess, some, some pictures and stills. So we get to see, like, the Space Force, what is it, what was that shit called? Forget the name of that team. But, um, you see her in costume. You see her in the scrolls, like. The scrolls are coming out of the water for some reason. Are they aquatic uh, by nature? No, not necessarily, but they did have a fight over the ocean. Like, that's how she gets her powers. Well, that's how Captain Mar, like Rick Jones, get his gets his power. There is a, a picture of her in the in the costume with the with the real colors. Yeah, the red, and then she has the another one with the green. Yeah, I think the green is her with the team, and I guess at some point when they all die or whatever. Yeah, real which is already out. stupid. She takes like, she takes their power and says Shazam, and she gets the real costume. <laughs> It, it, it the, it's it's already I'm already aggravated because that's not how Carol Danvers' story goes. You know what I mean? Like they made her like the original Captain Marvel. Yeah, she just and, she bones Marvel or, or something like that and gets his DNA in her, and that's how she gets yeah, the power, right? Fused. Yeah, yeah, the sexy yeah. way. If you don't like it, you already heard the disclaimer. Um. And then you see a bunch of pictures of some regular ass people with no powers, which I don't know who they are. Now you see Ronan the Accuser again, which I, I wonder if he's being played by the same guy. Because I think Marvel has perfected the the ability to just not to not have to have the 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 same actor, and then nobody really cares or notices, you know. Yeah, but yeah. they they do make the effort to have the same actor, even though sometimes they just switch it up. Which, like, the dude that was, like, the Zachary Levy was in Thor, they changed him, like, three times. And then, who else? Um, well, Thanos, like, they had, like, three Thanos. <laughs> yeah. You could tell because of the color. Yeah, and then, yeah, uh, like, the chick from Runaways is in Doctor Strange. Vision's been a couple people, too, right? Who? Vision. Um, No, Vision, I think he was just, he was the voice of Jarvis. Yeah, but that that wasn't the, the same actor, the... The voice for Jarvis was the guy that played um, the uh, that played Jarvis in the uh, the one about his dad, that TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, the more you know. I mean, okay, I'll have to look that up for sure. But I remember when I watched that episode, I heard that voice. I'm like, well, that's Jarvis. 
And he doesn't sound like uh, as much like the new guy. Hmm. But it makes sense. Jarvis, I mean, Vision's supposed to be a combination of like three minds, right? It's Jarvis, the Mind Stone, and then a little bit of Ultron. In the movies, anyway. Okay. All right. But, yeah, I, I don't know if they're getting the same guy to play Ronan the Accuser. And quite frankly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, that Ronan from Guardians was kind of crappy. He looked cool. He was kind of crappy. Um, you get the other guy from Guardians, too, that played a Kree. Uh, what's his face? Jaiman Hansu. He's there as part of that that team that Ms. Marvel's in. And it's weird because every Kree person is blue except Jaiman Hansu. Because he's black? But, like, why can't they just make him blue? Reverse blackface? I don't know. See, this is why I need Larry here. Like, every... Like, there's literally, like, there's another black dude there, and he's blue. Well... Who is he playing a character that's not supposed to be blue? Is he not a Cree? No, he's a Cree. Like he says in Guardians, he says he's a Cree, and and it was weird because he wasn't blue there. And then here he's not blue. Maybe maybe he's just not sad. That's not funny. Larry's funny. not here to laugh at your it's a dad jokes. Funny. And then the scrolls actually look decent. But we'll see. They're supposed to shapeshift, so we'll see what they turn into. And then they show Brie Larson with a Nine Inch Nails t-shirt. Because, you know, it takes place in the 90s. And which is... So it's like she's in the '90s. She's wearing a, a Nine Inch Nails T-shirt, but she's wearing like designer jeans and a designer jacket, which wouldn't have happened in the '90s. Like, first of all, like a Nine Inch Nails shirt wouldn't be made white in the '90s. That's some old like within te- with teeth album era shit when Trent Reznor became all nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Also, that is the same Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. Yeah, same same actor. And then I'm looking at uh, Jiwon Haunsu. I guess is playing Korath the Pursuer. Uh-huh. Was, was Korath, was he in the Space Force? You know, that I'm not 100% sure. Like, I, I'm willing to bet he wasn't. Just because the Space Force, like, in general, like, isn't a Miss Marvel thing. Like, they're really taking their liberties with this character. Well, I'm looking at, at, at pictures of Korath, and he, 
every picture I see, a comic book picture, he's supposed to look like Juggernaut. Like he's even got the same helmet and everything. Yeah, well, there you have it. I should probably post that in chat. Yeah. I've got I've got too many things going on here. Billy O.K. says, I don't know if that has anything to do with this, but Billy O.K. says, oh, ooh, the dude from Friday Night Lights is the huge head. It, with the huge head is in Mafia looking exactly the same. It probably know. doesn't have anything to do with this. No, probably not. Is the dude from Mafia in in this movie? I don't know. Okay, I put a... Oh, yeah. I mean, he looks like Juggernaut to me. Yeah, I mean, it is that Kirby-esque helmet thing that covers... And that's not even a cloth. There's a picture of him holding it, and it's a helmet. Yeah, it's a helmet. He'll probably have the helmet in the movie. I don't know what's going on with his feet. He's got like little antennas coming out of it. <laughs> that's that's Kirby. Is that his thing? Yeah, he just does weird things that stick out, either design-wise or functional-wise. Um, then there's young Nick Fury, which he doesn't look that young. He just has hair. We're supposed to get a young Coulson too, right? Uh, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I've said it before. I'm not watching. Uh, I'm not watching any Marvel movie till Avengers four, because, you know. Yeah, but this is gonna. Like this predates Avengers four. Yeah, yeah, but in any Marvel movie that comes out between Infinity War and Avengers four, I'm not watching. Well, then how are you going to know where, where Captain Marvel's been all this time? Because I, I really don't care. Like, they're making her... They're, they overpowered her, for one. You know? Like, they've overpowered her. And then, if she's going to be the one to save everybody, like, it's it's retarded. You know? Like, this the chick that was, like training people to be registered superheroes right after Civil War, like, they gave her a fucking coaching job because she's, like, you know, not a big, super powerful Avenger. And, you know, and it's, it's not even that she's not like that. It's just that she's just expendable for a team. Like, she doesn't have to fight villains. <laughs> she can just teach kids. Yeah? I just, I just realized... Um... She's hanging out there with a whole team of Kree. Yeah. But in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., when Coulson sees a Kree, he doesn't know what the fuck he... He knows it's alien, obviously, because it's a blue, giant blue dude, but he's not yeah. like, oh, hey, that's a Kree. I remember those dudes from the 90s. But, you know, he was also... Isn't he like a clone of... Because uh, he died or something? No, they 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 brought him back to life. It was a machine fucking with his brain and everything. Uh. But they and they, yeah, and they use Cree blood so he can heal and is is a whole thing. He found the facility, 
where they brought him back and all that. And <laughs> that's where he sees the the actually half a Cree body, just top half. And he doesn't know what it is. Yeah, he's like, oh, there's some kind of alien here. Oh, is this is this where they they got the? Oh, it was in the Tahiti room. So that's how I knew it was related to him because it's a it's a magical place. So yeah, no, you're right. Fuck Marvel. <laughs> Look, there's nobody here to defend them. Uh, Billy OK says, "I'm so excited. I love Miss Marvelous." Um, but you're not getting Miss Marvelous. You're getting Captain Marvel. Uh, Doomplague says, no one cares about Captain Marvel that much. And uh, Tiger Claw says, perhaps this trailer will cause people to care. Uh, Doomplague says, besides the real Captain Marvel star is Zachary Levy, which is a sad truth. But they don't even call him that because they're a bunch of fucking pussies. They're afraid of a little lawsuit. Um... Timothy Dalton is set to star in DC Universe's Doom Patrol. The one time James Bond will take on his first series regular part since the end of Showtime's Penny Dreadful two years ago. So we'll see how Doom Patrol is like. I, that's another series that's like really cool, really out there, and I don't think they're gonna do that shit any justice. Because it's a bunch of characters nobody knows about or cares, much like Captain Marvel, or Miss Marvel in this case. Even and, DC uh, hasn't cared about those characters in years. Right. They 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 had well, there's a new Doom Patrol series out series out written by the dude from My Chemical Romance. But I don't even know how that's gonna go because he's been writing his own Doom Patrol. Um, Umbrella Academy for the last year for Dark Horse. It's not out yet, but uh, I don't know how... You know, I always worry about where they shoot the good load, you know what I mean? Like, which one's going to be the good one when they're working on two two separate projects? Uh, Joe's trying to call again. I doubt that. Let's see what happens when I call him. Hold on, no. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. He's calling me on my phone through Skype, but it doesn't show up here. Yeah, well, I'm dialing him right now. Uh, Doom Patrol is going to be... Yeah, he's still not answering. Doom Patrol is going to be... Oh, you know what? He's he's calling Fantastic Forum, probably. Yeah. No, that can't be right, either. Oh, me. Yours is with an underscore, right? Uh, I think mine just says Joe. No, no, no. You're, you're Skype. Oh. I don't know. How do I check that? Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, my first name underscore my last name. Is Doom Patrol is going to be for the DC Universe thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I mean, I'm kind of skeptical on... Oh, there it goes. It says incoming call from Joe. Well, add him if you can, because he's not showing up on mine. 
uh, it didn't show up. He, it didn't work. And it's going to be live action, right? Because it, I first heard about it, I, it seemed like it was going to be animated, but I think they've shown stills of some of the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's it's going to be. It has to be with some. Joe. Hello. Yeah, hold hold on. Um, trying to figure out how to add you to the call. I don't think Moses knows that he's not on the air because it switched over as soon as I answered. Oh. Um, I'll tell you what. Let me hang up on you and then I'll call you. Okay. All right. All right. Later. Bye. Right? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I knew you'd still be talking. <laughs> Joe, what happened? Joe, Joe called and uh, I, I answered him and it, it knocked you off. Oh, okay. It put, <laughs> put you on hold. <laughs> Where did I leave off? I Honestly, I'm not even... I'm not even sure. Well, you asked about the special effects or the live action, right? Sure. <laughs> so the special effects is gonna it's gonna have to be a special effects heavy production, whether it's prosthetics or uh, CGI. And by what I've seen from from these like mini shows as i like to call them the shows made for a specific app or a specific uh outlet that's not like bankrolling a lot you know like you know like amazon start just now starting to give get like high quality programming where it doesn't look like it's made in some guy's garage and then netflix is really good at that you know um Fuck, the USA Network is really good at making good quality, like, shows that look high quality. But um, we saw the Powers one. I, I saw the Tick. Like, the special effects. I expect the special effects for DC Universe shows to be fucking terrible. Like, worse than CW ones. Okay. And uh, I think Joe's on now. Okay. Joe. <laughs> it sounds about right. <laughs> was that you or was that Joe? <laughs> Do what? I I don't know. I heard like some background. Joe. Uh, it says he's on. <laughs> uh, See what happens when Larry's not here. Yeah. He only told me today he wasn't going to make it. So, usually I have to prepare for a week. He, he said 20 minutes. It, it's been half an hour. Which is what I said earlier at the beginning, too. Fuck you, Larry! Um, <laughs> Do me a favor. Text, text Joe. 
Um, he he's on the line. He's a green dot and everything. So yeah, text him. And I I don't even know what you. I'm doing like five different things on this. <laughs> this is horrible. I hate it. I'm supposed to just well, push play we... and push the buttons on my on my computer here and laugh and fuck. Intern, another. <laughs> but that's what happens, man. Like, that's we took it away from Larry because you know Larry just drops things. For the record, we didn't take shit away from Larry. He just didn't show up. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Yeah, Doom Patrol. I had another show. I have no faith in. I guess that's that's what we should just name the show because that's all we're talking about. What? Uh, what? What are we gonna name it? What? What did you say we're gonna name it? Oh, um, just shows I have no faith in. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with. Fuck you, Larry. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely the title. But, you know, I was wishful thinking about the other one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, Henry Cavill is set to star in the Netflix series for The Witcher. Which is, that should be pretty good, right? Like, there's enough people that care about that that want that to be done well. It's, right? It's kind of weird because Henry Cavill... I thought it was too big for that at this point. Uh, you know what? If the Superman movies would have been good, he probably would have been too big for that. But they're not. So he's he's back, you know. He just played, you know, second fiddle to Tom Cruise in, in that other one. And then he tried to do that other movie with, with the spies. That was terrible. Uh, the the man from Uncle, yeah, yeah, wasn't horrible. yeah. So yeah, he's not. You know, it sucks. I was actually having a conversation with a client last. Uh... I'm sorry, you're having a with the client last. Uh... Last Saturday. Okay, and St- start from there. That's where you got. Going. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I getting cut off? I tried calling Joe again on his uh on his cell number because he's not responding to it. He's on he's on according to this he's on there, but he's not responding. Yeah, he says he can hear us, but we can't hear him. Did he try unmuting his mic? I uh, I don't know. Like that's all he said. I I again trying to do the five. I'm ter- I'm a terrible multitasker, so I'm not even gonna try. But hopefully he can hear us say that. But. Um, yeah, I was talking to to the client that you know Henry Cavill would be a great Superman because he has that like chiseled face, but also like a baby face. So you can see like the optimist, um, almost innocent, hopeful Superman archetype you can see in Henry Cavill but his movies didn't make that Superman they made this greedy dark Superman that just doesn't fit Henry Cavill's face and ultimately that's why that's why uh, 
his movies tanked. Like, they, you know, they made their money or whatever, but they weren't good. And nobody's nobody's going to see him as only Superman. Because they can't. Because there's, like, you know, fucking Christopher Reeve. Like, you have, basically, if you want to stand out as Superman, you have to beat Christopher Reeve with the Spider with the Superman look and feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, and people, th- what, what fucked them up was them trying to make dark, gritty movies. People don't remember Brandon Ruth was was Superman, and he looks yeah. like fucking Christopher Reeves. No, and you know I was gonna say that, but you know again, uh, it was a bad movie, and that's why he's playing the Adam, which is like not even like a good like. Oh, you know what? We're gonna bring the Adam, this iconic character. No, we're gonna play a guy to play second fiddle to Green Arrow, and basically we're gonna rip off Iron Man. But you're not gonna have the charisma of of Tony Stark, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I I didn't see Mission Impossible. I heard it's good, but every time I see him fighting in that trailer, I I see I just see Superman with a mustache. Yeah, well, that's basically it. I mean, they should have just let him have like a full beard. On the res- after the resurrection, you know what? Eh. They shouldn't have killed him off in the first place, and they shouldn't have done those movies the way they did. They, there's a whole little like the. It's sad to say, but the the worst thing that happened wasn't the computer animated mouth. What do you think was the worst thing that happened? Oh, Zack Snyder, like, letting Zack Snyder do whatever he wanted. You know, like, if you're going to have a Jeff Johns or a Jim Lee or a Dan Didio or, you know, somebody overseeing DC Entertainment proper, and you're going to make a Superman movie, like, you, it's got to feel like fucking Superman. You know what I mean? It's got to be iconic. It's got to be the greatest. You, you know, Superman is the first comic book superhero and the greatest. Every comic book historian, every encyclopedia, every book about comics credits him as that. You look at that fucking Man of Steel movie, you don't get that. And any fucking executive with any fucking little bit of knowledge of of how to tell stories should tell you. Superman has to be the greatest, has to be the first. Like, you know, he can't be the first because he's not the first superhero movie. Or maybe the the Christopher Reeve was. But it's, it's got to make it feel like that's it. You know, he's got to be everything us humans aren't. Not petty, not... He's Superman. He's got to be better than us. Instead, they made him fucking... They tried to make him into Charles Bronson. It's like, Charles Bronson has to fight like that because he's got nothing to live for. Superman saves everything, saves a day. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to sacrifice because he's super. <laughs> yeah. He can actually pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. He could pull it off while wearing tights with his underwear on the outside. So that that's that's I think what ruined those movies. Like they were ruined from the start. Like putting Nolan a guy that like doesn't like <laughs> superheroes to do the greatest superhero movie like and put like oversee that that was a mistake I think Nolan did okay with the first two Batmans 
Look, and that's because he didn't like superheroes. He didn't want to make a superhero movie. And which is fine for Batman. He's not a superhero. He's a detective with gadgets and a funky costume. And he got that. You know, he gave him the origin. He gave him the, the, the motivation to do what he did. He gave him a little bit of the psychosis. And then he did a good job with the second one. The second one's still a good, good fucking movie. Uh, the third one, I don't know what the fuck happened there, but... Yeah, it just goes off still the like, rails. Yeah, it's just, again, it's try. He probably had to deal with fucking executives say, oh, you got to make it more superhero y. And that's like, he doesn't like superheroes. Like, why make him, why, why put him to do what he doesn't want to do? Like, you got him to do, you saw what he had done up until that point to get him to do the first Batman. And he even said in those press interviews, I don't like superheroes. I don't read comics. I don't know anything about Batman, but I'm, I just want to make a good movie. With Batman in it. And he succeeded. And it's like, whatever criticism I may have at the time, or whatever, like, I can't deny that those movie, two movies were good, you know? As much as I would love to. But they're good movies, you know? The third one is like, he tries to be more superhero-y, and that, that's not going to work for him. Yeah, you, you try to make a Batman movie with Bane, it's going to fail. Yeah, well, the thing is, there's ways to do Bane in a way that that'll be good. Like, there's the the criminal mastermind Bane that happens to have the strength, but he's smart enough to not really rely on the strength unless he's really gonna have to fight. So the whole time, all he does is just plan shit, set cronies out. Like he, you forget that Bane deduced that Batman was Bruce Wayne just through sheer intellect and detective work. You know what I mean? So there is that. Like, you could have a Bane that's a little more, throughout most of the movie, he's more of an imposing figure. Maybe he does a a quick fight or something, or or he breaks something in, in in some way to show you that he has the strength. But you're not gonna make him this um... You know, apparently, like this, this anarchist political figure guy, intellectual, that for some reason just wants, for no real reason, wants Gotham's econom- economy, not the world economy, not the U.S. economy, Gotham's economy to crumble, and make Gotham into a post-apocalyptic world for no reason. And then the reason it turns out is because he's working for Talia al Ghul. Which, again, Talia al Ghul wants that for no reason. Right. She shouldn't even want revenge. She, At that point, she's the demon's head, right? Yeah. Like, she has a whole empire to run. You know? And, like, even Rajal al Ghul's motivations were for no reason. That's my criticism with the first one. But the third one's criticism... Like, the third one... The third... Batman movie's plot was based on the flaw of the first one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, of course, it's going to be a bad movie. Yeah, that Bane actually isn't too bad if if he didn't have that stupid accent. Yeah. Um, but he, he they do make him that smart guy yeah, that, that they, does all that shit. And then when he has to fight, he's also super strong. But they take that all away. By making him not the man in charge. Right, because then they make him Talia's 
Talia's right. bitch. Um, and then they meet in a hole somewhere in the desert, which is a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know, man. It's a throwback show. We're talking about old shit. <laughs> While we wait for Larry. Uh, let's see. It says right here, Rebecca Ferguson is in Toxic Star and Dennis Villanueva's Doom. I guess they're remaking Doom. They're remaking everything. Yeah. That movie was so good. I don't want them to redo it. I didn't watch it. It was good. The The cover to the DVD was the soldier in the dirt, like, with his arms up in the air. I was like, oh, it's one of those movies. I'll skip it. No, I think you'd like it. It's a, it's a fantasy movie, right? It's fantasy and sci-fi. It, it has space and spaceships and interplanetary travel. But it's also kind of medieval, too. It's pretty good. And then, you know... There's a whole, like, it's kind of political, too, so it kind of does a little bit of what the the Game of Thrones stuff does, but back then. And then it's also a David Lynch movie, so that alone makes it. Oh, that's the other thing. Lynch is just. Yeah. Dude's got problems. Nah, but, I mean, I guess maybe that's why I like his movies, (laughs) because they trip me the fuck out. Yeah. See, I don't do Even that the much. ones that, that are like drugs. not meant to be trippy. Yeah. By the way, speaking of movies in that vein, um, this movie just came out. Kin, K I N. Uh huh. That's a fucking good movie. It's uh, it was it was made by the guys that made uh, Stranger Things. Oh. Okay. So you get you get that thing. It's it's essentially a. a the the overarching story is re- it's a story about a a little kid who is you know at that teenage level I think he's like fourteen or fifteen where you know, he's growing he's growing up poor in Detroit and he's he's starting to get into trouble and you know he's a he's a good kid that's just doing shit to survive that kind of he shouldn't be doing and then his brother gets out of jail. And is a bad influence on him, and shit goes wrong. And throughout that whole thing, they're they're being chased by space bounty hunters, cause <laughs> cause the kid the kid finds a space gun. Man, so yeah, it, you you get this 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 great story. Like, no, I, I didn't want to watch it because when I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, it's a it's one of those family teach you a lesson movies. Right. And then I saw another trailer. And the kid's holding a giant space gun and, like, blowing buildings up. I'm like, okay, well, may- maybe I'll watch this. How come I didn't hear about this movie? It wasn't it wasn't advertised that much. I, I didn't see a trailer on TV. Um, it didn't pop up on any of the video services that, that I watch. I just, I happened to see it. I was looking for a movie for the weekend. Um, nothing else interested me. Well, Happy Time Murders kind of did. I still kind of want to see it, but it's so, <laughs> really? it's so horribly reviewed. But everybody that I know that has watched it is like, dude, it's fucking stupid, but it's hilarious. And that's the point. It's supposed to be funny, but it just yeah. doesn't make sense. It's it's stupid. It's not 
this this generation's Roger Rabbit like you think it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. It's just it's just stupid. Have have a few drinks, I guess in your case, smoke smoke a couple joints, and enjoy. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I don't know for sure. This is just what I've heard. Um, the other movie I just I just saw it, it was like Kin, and like I said, I I saw that it was by the Stranger Things guys. So you know, I, I watched the, a couple of trailers and I was like, oh okay, so took a chance, watched it, and yeah, it's like a Stranger Things movie. With the with the black kid, if the black kid goes on an adventure, that's that's this movie with a space gun. Oh, so it's the same kid from Stranger Things? No, it just kind of looks like uh. him because they all look the same. Uh. Uh. <laughs> no, well, we but can say that today, right? Because I can. Um, it's just you and me. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's it, it's great. It. They don't tell you when it takes place. I'm assuming it's like the 90s because they have flip phones. Oh, like yeah. Everybody's got a cell phone. I think they have. I think. I think one guy has a smartphone, and he has the the white Apple uh, earbuds. But there's a fucking shit ton of flip phones in this movie. Hmm. So yeah, that's that's my recommendation. It, that movie should get more attention than it really does. It's really good. All the actors in it are great. Uh what's his face? Uh Creed is in it. He was uh the human torch in that one movie. I forget his yeah, name. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan's in it. Um I think that's Dennis Quaid. He plays the dad. Uh, mm-hmm. uh oh, what's that chick's name? Um her dad's a singer, Zoe Nasavitz. Yeah, Zoe is it Zoe Kravitz? Is that her first name? Yeah. Zoe? Yeah, she's in it. She uh she she plays a, a stripper with a heart of gold. Oh, uh, those are always fun. Like literally, that's her character. I was <laughs> I wanted to laugh. <laughs> I'm like, because I knew Zoe Kravitz was in it. You see her in the opening credits, and then Yeah. I'm like, okay. I see I see what you're doing, Zoe Kravitz. Okay. So yeah, it's it's a great family movie with uh, with space guns and stuff blows up. Oh, uh, Franco's in it too. He he plays a pretty good villain. So there's aliens, a villain, and then a hero. Uh, most of the story is the kid on an adventure with his family. Okay. To escape the Franco, who's like a like a drug lord. Okay. Meanwhile, being chased by alien bounty hunters because the kid has they want their the, technology. Yeah, because the kid has the space gun. That's that's essentially the plot of the movie. So it's it's got layers, man. There's there's all kind of shit happening, and there's a stripper with a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it rated R? Or? I'm going to say it's PG-13, but I'm going to actually look it up and be sure. Yeah, it's PG-13. There's no nudity in it, even though they're at a strip club at one point. There's, there's no nudity. I was, ask, I was asking for Joe. Oh. Yeah, it's PG-13. Joe's safe. <laughs> no, he wants rated R. He wants, like, he wants to see everything. But I think it, it could have been so easily rated R, especially with how some of the characters are. But 
I, I kind of like that it's PG-13 because uh, the main character is a little kid. And I think yeah. teenagers, like his age, 14 to, to 17, should be able to watch it without any problems. You know, some, some theaters are getting yeah. all uppity about that kind of shit. Yeah, the thing is, it's like, if it's an all-age all story, like, it's like how Stranger Things is too, where it's like, yeah, it's kids in it. And kids could watch it. They might be a little scared, but that that's that's on you as a parent, you know what I mean? But in terms of content and everything, it, it's family-friendly, yeah? It's all ages. It's something to watch for the whole family, which I think is nice. Yeah, so anyone that likes Stranger Things, I think, will enjoy this movie. And I really like Stranger Things, so I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. You should watch Dark. You keep mentioning it, and I keep forgetting what that is every time you mention it again. It's like Stranger Things, but not for kids. See, you got me on the fucking magicians, and that fucked me up. Well, this is tight because it uses, like, alchemy and, like, astro, like, quantum physics. And it's like the upside down is actually, like, scientifically feasible the way that dark does it and it's not really an upside down it's like a, a three way cause it's more of a time travel than an upside down but with the dimensions you know what I mean Yeah. oh it's only one season yeah so far but yeah okay cause it, it, it I think it did get renewed for a second and it ended in a way that there is gonna be a second hopefully yeah, but it's but really good. Just because they end that way doesn't always mean. Um, and I'm looking, I, well, I know, yeah. I'm looking. It says a second season was announced, but no time frame has been confirmed. And it was announced yeah. in December of 17. Right. And it came out like the week after Stranger Things 2. So, you know, people. I know people started watching it after, like, like a month after Stranger Things came out. I know that's. I think that's when I watched it. I watched it like three times already. But I'm on. Um, I'm on their wiki page. Do I need to know the people's family trees? Because they have a whole chart. Oh, um, I would say refer to that once you start watching it. I mean, do they explain it like, oh, so and so is so and so's grandfather? Well, there's a lot of paradoxes and there's a lot of time travel in it. And they all interconnect. All the families interconnect across a, I want to say, a 66-year timeline or 99-year timeline. So you see the characters at different ages. And you see how they connect to each other. You kind of, you know, it might be a little weird, too, because it is a European show, so it doesn't hold your hand. So you, you get confused, you know what I mean? Hence, I watched it three times. Wow, I'm looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at uh, the cast list. We have a junior police officer, a transgender prostitute, yeah. teenage drug dealer gone missing, yeah. uh, a pathologist. Yeah, it's like, imagine if, if Stranger Things started with them just killing the kids. And then the adults get thrown in the adventure because they want to solve, like, what happened to the kids. Like, that's kind of what Dark is. 
Yeah, it's 10 episodes. I'll look for it. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. I mean, you might be disappointed, but you won't. No, like, I know what's going to happen. And the same thing that happened with the fucking magicians is I'm going to be like, okay, I have time for an episode. And then fucking five hours later, I haven't slept and I got to get to work. <laughs> well, the thing about the magicians, the magicians actually like it, it moves fast, especially the first season. Like you get in it, you watch five episodes and you're like, man, it feels like a half hour. Uh, dark is a little more thought provoking, so it takes its time with things a little more. So, the the season, if it was made in America for Americans, the first season would have been like everything you see in these ten episodes would have been like seven or eight. Wasn't the magicians made in for another country and imported like Canada? Yeah, because I think the first few episodes I saw were the Canadian episodes, so they weren't censored. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was made for Canada, but they brought it here. That's why there's a lot of, like, Indian people in it. Stupid America. Yeah. And stupid censors. <laughs> I, I, know what they're, I know what it's like, man. We're, we're getting censored our, ourselves. I have to put warnings in front of this, this show and everything, man. Yeah, that's the price of doing business, though. I the, mean, the Indian character in in the Magicians is the best one, though. You know what? It's funny because I told you how cool it was, and I turned you on to it. But I haven't seen the second season. I watched like three episodes, and then I haven't. Well, they're like on the third season now. I know. That's why. I like, I know he was cool in the first season, but I don't know how cool he got because he he was starting to get cooler in the second. For where I left off. He gets really cool, and then at one point, they, at some point, they don't use him as much, and that pissed me off. Yeah. They don't, he doesn't show, I don't know if he was doing another show somewhere, or, but he doesn't, he's there, but he's yeah. not there a lot. And it looks like the stuff that he does do, he does, you know, that probably didn't take him that, that much time. Like, even his, like, power set is really cool, like... His attitude and his power set combined in that first season, it's like, he doesn't really have to deal with these jerk-offs. But he does anyway. Because he's a hooker with a heart of gold. Yeah. But yeah, I guess uh, you could play that review music. I'm done with news. Okay. Review, uh, like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Whatever, I like it. <laughs> I mean, I told I, I told the intern find me some some music that sounds fancy. <laughs> <laughs> she, she gave me those two clips. I'm like, you know what? I'll make it work. You know, and it's fancy, but it's like now I feel like I need another beer. Well, because it's it's reading, like you have to read. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it it's like a masterpiece theater. Like we're bringing you a an informative, educated synopsis and critique and uh something to get you to buy this shit. You know, like <laughs> I don't know any more fancy words. <laughs> it shows, but it shows high class. 
Yeah, especially when Larry's not here. Yeah, I hate it when Larry's not here. Fuck you, Larry! <laughs> he says he's on his way. I don't know if he got the text. I, I got it, but that was, what, like an hour ago? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so I read this week... Well, I read Unnatural number three, but I'm not going to talk about that. But you should read it, too. Um, but this week I read The New World number one. Number two actually came out today, and I was actually going to try and read both. But this book is kind of, it felt kind of dense. Like, there's a lot going on in it that the way that it started is, I was like reading, I'm like, I can see where this is going to go. But I don't want to have to wait till like issue three or four to see this happen. And then it happened at what I thought was the end of the first book, and it turned out to be like 75% of it. So I didn't get to read part two or issue two before the show, so I'm only going to review issue one. But the new world takes place in a world where nukes destroyed the major cities in the U.S., but they weren't brought over by another government or country or terrorist group or anything like that. It turned out we did it to ourselves. There was a civil war, a second civil war, and basically the United States became four separate countries. And um, this takes place... The story takes place in New California. I don't know if it's going to go into the other states or whatever, but there is people like, you would think New California, oh, this is going to be a good place to live, you know, but there's people trying to get out, you know what I mean? And the story follows a survivor, a a refugee kid from a family that was trying to leave, and I guess they, they haven't said what happened to the parents, but I guess the president of New California adopted the daughter, and be, like it's his his granddaughter now. And it, it's um it's a weird view of the future because it's kind of dystopian, but everybody's happy. Everybody from a certain class is happy, and they're entertained by reality TV and and the main character stars in a crossover show between it's like a a mix of american idol and cops so they want you basically the cops go and, and arrest people and the audience gets to vote whether they the cop kills the the assailant or lets them live and just takes them to court and as people tend to be, they vote for killing, but she's like, I'm not going to kill. So she's like, she has the most like arrests with convictions. So she's like number two. And then there's a number one. And then that's it. Like you see where she's at with the story and she keeps having nightmares. That was like her first, the first thing you see in the book is, is her doing her job. The second thing you see in this book is another character named Kirby. Kirby Miyazaki, and he's a uh, like a, a cyber terrorist 
kind of if you've seen Mr. Robot, it's, he has kind of that mentality, but a little more more sane. And he um he basically hacks that show and then just displays his message on all the TV screens that are watching, and his his message gets the ratings. So he becomes like fugitive number one, and they're looking for him. They can't find them, whatever, you know. They have to use this old technology from the old world to, like, find them through GPS or whatever. And then, you know, as fate tends to go, uh, Stella, the character that I talked about was a cop, ends up at a party in Long Beach. And this dude ends up at the same party, and they meet, and they hook up. And they have, like, a... It's weird because it's the art in this book is actually really good, and you know you see the cop side and it's very like clean, crisp. The architecture is like perfect, everything, and then you see Kirby's like area, the slum area, and it's kind of like more like desert, like what you think of when you think of like Inland Empire, you know, but it's a little more run down. But then we're at the rave. It's like the 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 Kirby, the terrorist guy, cyber terrorist guy. He's straight edge. He doesn't do drugs. He doesn't drink. He's like a vegan or something. And then the other chick's a cop, so they're not doing drugs. But when they lock eyes on the dance floor, everything gets surreal, and they end up hooking up. And it like it's almost like a, a hallucinogenic, like altered state type of situation. And the art really like you could see it building towards that from the beginning of the book to the point they meet. Like it's slowly getting as they come closer in proximity, the art style's like not changing but modifying little by little, little things here and there, till it gets like in this weird swirl. And I wasn't even high for it. So yeah, I was like, the, I'm looking at I'm looking at the page you're talking about, and it does look like I've seen these posters in uh, in places where people are doing acid. Yeah, like black light posters and yeah, those. and that's what it looks like. It looks like a big pla- black light poster, and um, yeah, it's it was a and that you know. So I'm like that. That's the point I was saying. Where it's like, okay, this guy is gonna hook up with this chick. They're gonna fall in love. It's gonna be the story of how they escape this tyrannical government and and have kids. It's like ah, I'm like I read Saga already. Like you can't tell me anything new. And then this happens, and then then it goes another way where it's like they just go their separate ways. Yeah, they wake up next to each other and have breakfast and talk about what they do for a living. I don't even think they they. They don't talk, right? That's what you just. Yeah, say. it was like a, it's just like a. Spiritual, she gets up like, and showers and puts her cop outfit on and leaves. Yeah, and she doesn't like that. In that, she did that at her house, so they didn't even spend the night together. And so the next, you know, as it turns out, they knew who the guy was, and the guy was actually spying on the cop, uh, Lady Stella, and he ratted her out to her grandfather, the president. <laughs> And the head of the TV show that she's in. So she says, all right, look, this is the next episode. We're going to give you, we're going to pair you up with the killer cop, the guy with the most kills. And you're going to, um, you know, you're going to, you're going to be his partner for that, 
for this one episode. And then he puts the, the here's your warrant. You have to find this guy. And it's the guy she just slept with and had a good time with. And it's like, and they announce, they announce his warrant on TV. So he sees it. She sees it. And then they both have that like, fuck moment. Like, that's how the book ends. Like, he says, I think they both say, fuck my life. <laughs> yeah. And then that's to be continued. Issue two comes out. Well, issue two came out today. So if you like what you heard, you can get it. But it's it's it was a it was a cool book that I, I didn't expect to be that cool. Like I almost found it a little hard to like get through at the beginning because it kind of felt like predictable a little, you know. But once I got towards the middle and everything, I'm like, man, this is actually really, really, really uh, good read. Um, the writer is Alice Cott. Artist Trad Moore, color artist Heather Moore, um, and the New World, and yeah. I don't... If you have any questions, I'll I'll, I'll field them now. Well, and you kind of answered because I was wondering what world they live in. Like, how far in the future is it, and how fucked up are things around the the one city that they show? Uh huh. So. I think it's like 60 years after the end, the, the nuke event. I think. Let me, let me do they, pull up the page. Do they give you a timeline when the nuke event happens? Like, is it within, you know, the next six years? Or, you know, 20 years in the future? You know what? It does tell you. I don't know it off the top of my head. It's just because um, I, I kind of I looked at some of the art because the art's actually pretty good. I, I didn't read it, but I looked at the art and the pictures, and that's kind of cool. <clears throat> and some buildings look futuristic, but then they had what looked like Griffith Griffith Observatory. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, anybody living in California, you sh- you should see that and recognize that immediately. It was yeah. it's, it's recreated so well. Yeah, and they actually modified it because it's like the White House now. So they made it like the front yard where you get to hang out and take pictures of the Hollywood sign is now like the front lawn of the White House. So they kind of put like a little like garden area and and what have you not. Um, it says right here, in April 15th, 2037, that's when the nuclear devices simultaneously exploded over the metropol- metropolitan areas of five major cities in the United States of America. Okay, and you said it's uh, the U.S. is split up into four countries. Yeah. Um, I guess you wouldn't know if if we'll get to see the other four at any point. Yeah, I don't know yet, but it's split up from, like, Oregon down to, like, um, Texas. So it, it looks like it gets Oregon, California, Arizona... And Texas and the one that's next to Texas, like New Mexico, I guess. Oh, New Mexico gets its own? No, like California, from Oregon all the way down to Texas, okay. the southern like border yeah. with Mexico, like all those are one. And then anything north of that's like Nevada, Oklahoma, all the way up to Canada through Chicago. Well, not Chicago, but like right before like Illinois. That's called no man's land. And then like Louisiana, 
down to like Florida and and I guess Maryland. No, you have, is, to, you have to say Nolens. Nolens is the Union of Federations, and then anything left over from like basically Illinois to or Michigan to Maine is the United States of East America. Okay. But yeah, the architecture for the futuristic cities is really cool because they have like really clean, polished stuff in for the good areas, and then just ruins of what it, like what you've seen if you've lived in LA and been to downtown, like still up and and you know able to function, but they didn't remodel those at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I went through it. I, I the art is actually really good. That's usually what turns me off of a lot of books. But yeah. I, I especially yeah, I see that where it gets all psychedelic and weird and I kinda wanna read it. I'm not gonna lie, I probably won't. But I'd like to. You should. I I put the, the press copy link in our text. Yeah, I saw that. I planned to read it, but you know. You know. Yeah. And then there's a moment, you know, we talked last week where... Was it last week? Where, maybe the week before, where you hear music in the comic. You read music in the comic, and then you hear it out loud in your head. That happened here, too, with uh, Rage Against the Machine. What were you Sorry. hearing in your head? It was um uh he's listening to Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. Hello. Oh, Larry. Wow, you couldn't even wait to be introduced, huh? Sorry, I didn't I didn't Fuck know. you, Larry. <laughs> I've been hitting Sorry. that button a lot. That's hilarious. That's actually the name of this episode, cause this episode is sloppy and terrible and mad buggy. Because you're not here. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. You all right, though? You sound like... Pooped. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just, I'm sorry to hear that the show's been mad buggy and filled with fuck you, Larry's. I, I've just got way too many things going on right now. <laughs> I got, I'm managing the phones Intern over there is crying her eyes out because she put all this work into all these different sound bites and you're not even there to enjoy them. Like, we actually sounded like a good show at the beginning until, you know, with the two of us, we ran out, run out of things to say. Right. Cause at, Get cause out of here. What, I, what were you all talking about? How could you run out of things to say? It's not that we ran out of things to say. It's just that I got a lot of shit going on, so I can't yeah. always, like... You know, right. counterpoint yeah, to Mo. Multitasking. Well, I can take I can take the phone calls now. Oh, so yeah, you know. nobody's calling now. They stopped listening. They left. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck. We'll, we'll tune in next week. We're done. That's yeah. hilarious. Don't look. Don't worry. The show the show's about to pick up. You all about are getting your second win. Now you're a cocky motherfucker. No, no. I'm, look, this, this isn't about me. I'm here to help. I'm, I've, I've always played a support role on this show. I feel like you, the rest of you are the stars. 
You know this. I mean, I agree, but that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't See, wipe the tears off of intern's face. Oh, I'm sorry, intern. I like you, this is a virtual dabbing of your of your tear filled eyes. She I'm sorry. she stopped listening. Oh, she she too has stopped listening. She's like, I'm gonna go listen to B team. Like we had a a fully produced intro. Oh man, I'll have to go back and listen to the archive. It's not in the archive. Oh, should it be in the archive? <laughs> you should have. I can add. Okay, I'll add it. Cause I, cause I added to the archive anyway, but I end up like doing it after. Wait, you add uh, the previously on? Oh, yeah. You want me to add that too? Well, I add like the one. For example, the one you make for today's, I add to next week's um, archive. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, it, like, I, I've got all the clips here. It's not a big deal. I can add yeah. the previously. I can add the warning. Oh, you missed an yeah. awesome warning. Oh, my God. Intern's roommate. <sighs> Gee. You meet a girl with a voice like that, man. You got to get her on tape. Okay, hey girl, hey girl, hey girl, let's go have some drinks. I like that song. That that girl can party. Like intern's kind of prudish, but her roommate. <laughs> oh my god, intern's prudish, but the roommate. Okay, there it is. Are they like in the same sorority or something? No, they just they just share an apartment. This is cheaper. Oh, I mean, they're, they're college students. They ain't got no money. Look, hanging out with beautiful women might seem impressive to you guys, but it's business as usual at Fantastic Productions. That's hilarious. That's just Fantastic what we do. Fantastic Productions. <laughs> I just like the way it sounds. That's it. Look, if we so, send Joe so, there, so we'll did like, Augustana <laughs> College, apparently. Because <laughs> now I have an intern. We should send Joe to go live with the two the two roommates. No, I kind of like. The, the, oh, she's listening again. Yeah, so you're talking about the review? <laughs> so I give the New World number one two, I'm sorry, five psychedelic sexual encounters out of five. I'll give it four. Did you read it? I did read it. Oh, man, I didn't think you read it. Uh, so look. Look, let's rewind a little. I did read. You it. want me to replay right. the review song? <laughs> yeah, replay the review song. Okay, take two. Take two. Yeah, I guess we'll do two separate reviews because I, I want was... Larry's. I want Larry to. I was to do his. Okay. Oh wait, hold on. I'll be quiet. Sorry. Right, take two. Take two. Here we go. Review. Like review. <laughs> Well, not, not like that, but like. <laughs> really? Okay. Oh, she's smiling now. Look at that. Uh, drink number five, please. Because, oh, you know, Oz and I are professionals, so she didn't get like laughter or anything. Like, we just went business as usual, but you actually react to it. That's funny, uh, man. The reviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too good. I love it. Yeah, you know, the only thing 
that I didn't know. I'm not sure if I read the whole book or not. <laughs> Wait, how do you not know? <laughs> because there was kind of a break in it, and I wasn't sure because I didn't read the physical copy, and I wasn't right. sure if that was a second book or if that was the continuation of the first book. Right now in chat real quick, everybody's singing comic book review. <laughs> and they're like each one's taking a lyric from that review song and post and they're taking turns. It's <laughs> oh, funny. So there you said there was a break. Yeah, like it 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 felt like it jumped to a later issue. But I don't know if that's like what what how long ago did issue one come out? Last month. Okay. So maybe it was the same maybe it was the continuation of the first issue. Oh, I see. I think I know what you're oh, talking about. It's the well, Sports it's Illustrated. Illustrated? Yeah. Because it looks like yeah. another cover. Yeah, it looks like a different cover. No, that that is like an ad. Inside the comic. Inside the comic see? that's like part of the story. Like this is why I don't do digital comics. <laughs> right here. This is the reason. Like I felt like if that was paper, I would have known. <laughs> it looks like a good cover, but you know it doesn't have the title or the issue number. Like it has issues, but it says number sixty nine with parentheses after the war. Mm. Got it. So then you, if that's where you stop, then you only read half. I did only read half, but so, oh. but the the part that I read. Was was so compelling that I didn't want to be like I didn't want to like keep reading and like ruin it if it was like there were issues in between like that's why I stopped. You know what I mean? Right. Like I was I was like I I want to actually read this the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> but right, you thought it was like a, a little one shot or a backup or something. I, I, I wasn't sure, or I wasn't like, you know, because sometimes, you know how it goes review copies? Sometimes they, yeah. what call it, they, they get all a little weird. Yeah. But, so I guess I can't fully review it, but I can review what I did see. So one of my early criticism, not I don't even say criticism, it was just like how it felt to read this book, was that it um it was it was dense there was a lot going on in it yeah yeah definitely a lot going on yeah but i you know though i mean i like that you know me i kind of feed on dense so you you read 15 pages and then saw that break and you thought you were done well keeping in mind like I kind of was multitasking, <laughs> right? No, no, so, I'm okay. saying the same thing I, happened to me. Did it, it really? Yeah, I just didn't think it was done. I was just like, okay, I got a full story, and then I'm seeing another thing. You know, the next page is still part of it, but it's like, oh, that's probably something separate. I can just read it later. Yeah. Mm. But it, yeah, it, it was only about ten, about uh, fourteen, fifteen pages. And you know it's a full size comic, probably about thirty two pages. 
So, but it, it felt like that. That part felt like a full story. Yeah. Even though you know you didn't get a lot of information, but right. You know. Yeah, that second half though, Larry. Yeah. It'll like whatever. It, it's just it, it's a good thing. It, it like I really like. I felt like this book was predictable until I got to that second part. And <laughs> it's still, you know, it's not like totally unpredictable, like, oh, shit, that's out of nowhere. But it just some things that I thought was going to, I was going to find out like issue three or four mm-hmm. ended up happening like within the next couple pages. That's cool. Yeah, it, it's a it's an interesting book. It's 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 uh, definitely has a style all its own. And um, it like you know it's interesting because the the way that like you know I, I'm sure you probably talked a bit about the world probably more <laughs> so than than I even know because you got to read the whole thing but at the point where she takes off her helmet. And like it's talking to the people, or whatnot, um, like like looking directly into the camera, which, you know, of course puts uh, her face to face with you, mm-hmm. with you as the reader. I was kind of sold right there. I'm just like, yeah, like this is this is interesting. Like I feel like, you know, they're they're gonna do some some stuff with this book. Yeah. And even like that design on the cop, because that that cop design, like if you see a cop coming at you like that, like you just bend over and spread your butt cheeks, like <laughs> it, it's it's like a, a super villain design, you know? Like, yeah. And, yeah. And strife. Her yeah, and her taking off the helmet and saying, "I don't kill," and those of you who want me to who voted for me to. Mm-hmm. Like need to reassess your life. Like mm-hmm. that was a, a real striking panel. Yeah, it was. It really was. And she looked like FK Twigs. Which what's a FK Twigs? It's a uh, she's she's a uh, artist. Um, <clears throat> a little bit because technically. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful. Yeah. Say what? That's a that's a very beautiful woman right there. Oh yeah, she's stunning. I could I could see. Yeah, yeah, she looks like <laughs> her, but I would say the the real one is wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, she makes great music too. Definitely worth listening to. And she's got talent. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She um. You actually may have seen her and not I realized. Did. Well, I think she did our our disclaimer. She did our disclaimer. Yeah. No, is she British? Yeah. She is English. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's who did it. Yeah. F F K A Twigs that's did it. the disclaimer. Yeah, I think she was dating like one of the Twilight guys. Oh, that's a strike against her. Wait, yeah, well, which one? Have been any of the uh, the two, right? Like it had to have been like one of the ancillary guys. No, I, I, I don't know what ancillary means. <laughs> I think it was like 
What's the, the vampire, when, uh, the main guy? I think it was it's him. When, it's when Larry uh, does an impression of Ansel Adams. Right? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Because that's, that's what... Okay. Yeah. It's a good definition if you had to make one up, but no. I, I did, and I'm five drinks in. There it is. Intern has a heavy pour. Yeah. So, um, yeah, FKA Twigs is the beautiful woman, Burr, if you want to look her up. She makes good music. You could you should check her out. She was in, uh, wasn't she, she was like a, in a, was it an iPod commercial? She's in one I, of those. Yeah, she might have been. Like that one where the room, like, she's dancing and the room, like, starts stretching and stuff. Like, that's her. I don't think that's her music in the, in the thing though but it might be i don't know anyway a new world yeah the new world the new world i'm sorry the new world um yeah so i gotta finish it yeah <laughs> i gotta fin- but i like 15 pages was enough for me to be like i want to read more of this i just want to make sure i read it in order <laughs> <laughs> that's it because uh yeah, and like you know, the, the art style is interesting. Like, I like, I like, um, just like it has, it 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 has a, a a cleanness to it that, but still manages still manages to be like kind of gritty in a way, which is weird. Like, there's there's very like there's not a lot of lines. No, it's very um, flat. <laughs> you know, like it, everything looks like there's definitely dimension and perspective, but oh yeah, it's it's kind of like pop art. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It it's like pop art, but it but yeah, that's yeah. like I think flat's not the right word because it doesn't come across yeah. at least well, to me. Uh-huh. I was uh, I was saying like using easing into super flat. Which ah. is an art style that's like this kind of. Yeah. It's kind of Japanese, kind of. Yeah. You know, kind of like uh, Adventure Time uses it a lot and Bravest Warriors. I can see where you're coming from with yeah. that. I do like the Griffith Park Presidential Palace too. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, and the Blue Line, the Metro Blue Line looked cool too. I don't like the super flat thing at all. No, oh, you know. No, it looks too too uh too much like Where's Waldo to me. At least the examples I'm seeing, I just typed in super uh, flat to Google. Yeah. Well, if if you look at Takeshi Murakami's work, a lot of it can be dense, but a lot of it isn't. Yeah, I I look, I know Murakami. I mean, talent talented dude, but it's a lot of shit happening in some of these images. Did he come it, up with it? Cuz he um, the yeah. images I'm seeing look like his style. Yeah, he's he's the. I think him. There was people that he worked with that are part of that style, but his style is really like uh, the epitome of that, whatever epitome means. But there's other people that are fall into that style too, but they're not as bright colored and as poppy. Like so, there's another dude that does really good stuff. But his looks more drab and almost like, almost like fantasy art, but not as portraity. 
Okay. Yeah, like yeah. Most of the stuff I'm seeing, like there's even one with Murakami like sitting in front of it. Um I don't like it, but I understand what what's happening and good job Murakami. I mean he got that Louis Vuitton money, now he's creating a whole art style, I guess. No, he's been created. He stopped creating like I think the last thing he did, he like squiggled on some dude's Nikes and made a whole thing. And now everybody's burning them. <laughs> Wait, can he can he draw on a Nike? Isn't he like isn't he on contract with Louis Vuitton? No, that was just for that that line. Yeah. That line. Once that sold out, his contract's over. Yeah. Um. Yeah, um, the New World number two came out this week, so I'll, it's probably going to be a two-parter uh, review, and I'll give you number two next week. I like it. I'll I'll finish number one. <laughs> Too bad Heck isn't reading it. I remember the days when he was doing our reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Those were good times. Uh... They have so many responsibilities. Uh, what else did you guys talk about? Did I miss anything that we? Yeah, should... you missed oh, like a lot of shit. Like we got I'm deep. Sorry. We were. Oh my god. We we went into deep philosophical musings on why Henry Cavill is a good Superman and why he isn't. We relitigated the uh, whole Nolan series, like all three. Yeah, Dark Knight movies. Really? Yeah. We. You know what the conclusion we came up with? Tell me. Fuck you, Larry. Yeah, that sounds right. Like that felt like the, uh, the underlying theme of the third one to me. Definitely. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's, what we that's actually the most. theme of the first Guardians movie. Yeah, definitely. No question. I was like, oh. Like I, I pretty, I almost heard that out loud throughout the entire Dark Knight Rises. Wonder how many clips I can get of "f you, Larry." <laughs> oh my God! I said "f you, Larry." I didn't even say the whole word. You, the <laughs> censorship thing is is just fucking with my head. <sighs> you know what? The 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 College Board makes me wear pants. The the Derek H's of the world make me censor my speech. I don't even recognize this this network anymore. There it is. Right. I actually I have a clip for Derek too, but I don't want to use it. But it's from um from Black Jesus. I don't know who or what that is, but what's you it never watch that show? Black Jesus. Well, Black Jesus is hilarious. Yeah. Why would I watch? Anyway, um. Yes, and he's our savior. Why wouldn't you watch Black Jesus? I don't know if I can say why. Because <laughs> apparently, we're under we're under a microscope now. Um, we did talk about the Miss Marvel breaking the internet. She should not have used that term. It's fucking ridiculous, and I it was. Uh, I wish you were here for my my soliloquy. You expected a trailer too, right? 
I didn't expect anything. I was talking like, to Larry. I already oh, heard from you. Sorry. <laughs> why, I, I never. But why would you expect a trailer if it's from Entertainment Weekly? Like, why not? I mean, it's gonna be on. It wasn't like I didn't expect to open a magazine and see a trailer. I expected to go to a website and hey, here's the trailer. Because what? What would Brie Larson talking about Captain Marvel do to break the internet if not a trailer? I well, mean, that's pic- why she shouldn't have said it. Pictures aren't going to break the... Well, that, that's what I'm saying. When she said it, that is the assumption that I made. I think um, that's the assumption Mo said. I don't know. There's too much stuff going on for me to listen to what he said. But that's the assumption I got from the internet. So I'm asking you, what assumption did you make when you saw that that thing, that tweet? The the tweet... I th- The assumption I made is that she's overstating things. Because when she said, hey, at EW, I'm just like, it's just gonna be like a magazine article, and that, and you know, for me, I'm just like, and don't get me wrong, uh, I'm not saying the pictures are something; they're just not breaking the internet. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, sure, Kim K broke the internet, quote unquote, with her pictures, but you know, I mean, that was a whole different thing. She was naked, like Kim K. Oh, they should have, they should have showed us naked scrolls. Does that Kim might have broken the internet. Does Kim Kardashian does... naked still break the internet? Say, well, like we've all seen the video, right? Like we've seen her Larry, Larry has blowing it. a dude. How is no, no, I did. I how did is her showing a little titty breaking the internet after we've seen her blow a dude? I guess because it's recent. I don't know, but it's, it's the same Kim K. Like she hasn't had work done or anything, at least not in the chesticle area. Chesticle? Yeah, those are the, the chesticles. Oh. R.I.P. Kanye West. <laughs> what? So, uh, Tiger Claws in chat asking what I think about the picture of the scrolls. I, I think they look great. You know? That's what they're, well, aren't they supposed to look like, you know, other people with a beard? People with a beard? Yeah, don't don't scroll. Don't evil scrolls have a goatee? No, I don't know. Why was no. Mo posting uh, scrolls with goatees for a while? Like that was his thing. He put a scroll goatee on everything. Oh no! Yeah, I did do a um, a like a graffiti campaign where I would put the ridges on prominent people. No, I thought you did like a goatee. I guess that was a Star Trek thing. No, well, that was another one where I would do my sideburns, hair, and goatee on uh, like uh, movie posters. We need to revive that. Now that people know what a scroll is, we need to revive it. Yeah, but now it's not. It it, it made sense when I did it because it was during the Secret Invasion. Yeah. So like Obama posters, I would do get a sharpie and do the the ridges. And then I got the picture of the guy that, um, remember the guy, Larry, that sent the video of how he loves, um, I forgot, he, I think it was like Hannah Montana or Ariana Grande or something, how he's like in love with her but doesn't want to do anything to like defile her. We saw it on Tosh.0. Wait, how do you, how do you love somebody and not want to defile the, her? The, like, the guy, if you look at the guy's picture, like it's so weird. 
And I, so I, I made one. It was a sticker with his face because it's literally him in the background with a microphone telling, professing his love. So I did one with his face and it just put, he loves you because that was the thing in Secret Evasion. Um, the, like the whole God thing that they had. Yeah. And so I would do the ridges and I did a bunch of those. I put them all over the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that guy like saying he loves you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's weird. I mean, if I, if I, uh, said out loud what I want to do to somebody famous that I love, it's like I probably should be arrested. Yeah, and that was the whole thing, but nobody did nothing. So you but know that dude's just. I, like, I'm sure. I don't. I'm want sure John Hinckley understands him, right, Larry? <laughs> We're like, I, I, I get that reference. No. <laughs> yeah, but John Hinckley was like, I'm gonna do this so that you fall in love with me. It's not like, hey, you know what? If me and you were standing right in front of each other, this is what would happen. Yeah, but he, yeah, he, he's a. Uh... He was supposed to try to feel her up like that preacher <laughs> at Aretha Franklin's wedding. He must uh-huh. try to molest Ariana Grande on TV. Trying to. Like, like, he needs. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, so he, crazy. I, yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't. He wasn't him to right? smell his finger. <laughs> it's like, geez, like, like you got to be really bold to mess around and be like, you, you're like, I'm, I'm gonna mess around and be on live TV. Set up, set up my Me Too moment <laughs> for the for the nation to see. <laughs> like, okay, look, must I lose your whole church? <laughs> nah, he, church, church people are stupid. They're not gonna leave. I, I love the, <laughs> I love the images of. Uh, they already gave them all their money. I, I love the images of Bill Clinton during the Ariana Grande show. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that too. Not, not like, just that, geez. but then they show like when somebody else is talking, he's like so fucking bored. And well, she's on this like he, he's like throwing dollar bills at her or something, man. It's like these cats act like they weren't on TV. It, it, and if you look, it, it happened before the the. I don't know if it actually happened before or after the groping, but Bill Clinton actually leans over while she's singing to talk to that same pastor, and you could tell he's probably saying, "Oh, I wonder how she's in the sack." Like you could almost read his lips. No, it's it's not it's not the same pastor. It was either. Farrakhan or no, it was the same pastor, dude. Nah, was totally wasn't. No, it. Um, I said Farrakhan. I might. I was probably thinking Jesse Jackson. Jackson and Sharpton were there, and that he was talking to one of those. He was talking to an older was, dude. the The groping dude was, was younger. It was probably Jesse Jackson. No, it was. Why it was, do you think Jesse Jackson and Louis Farrakhan are the same people? I was just trying to think of the of, of a racist black dude. <laughs> Came okay. up with Farrakhan. I mean, you know. Oh, jeez. So yeah. Um, but yeah, the pictures didn't break the internet. I, I the, I'll tell you what. The costume, I think, looks great, too. By the way, not the, only did the pictures not break the internet, I didn't even know the pictures were out until Tiger Claw posted them in chat. Oh, jeez. I thought it was just that I just saw the, the cover. The, well, the and that's, the, that's what I was going to say is the cover is the saddest part because 
like the face she's making on the cover is terrible. I'm just like, oh, well, she's God. a she's a bad casting choice all around. But I mean, nobody listens to me. You know, I, I, she's definitely not who I would have picked. And you know, it's like I'm giving her her shot. You know, it's like there was other pictures in the in the magazine that she looked like you know good, like her face was right. It's just that the the picture that's on the cover, her face looks so weird to me. I'm just like, that's not Captain Marvel at all. Like that's not Carol Danvers ish. Like it's a weird it's a weird facial expression. And you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm what I'm hoping is she doesn't pull like a, a CW Supergirl. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want her to be like, you know, only have her moments where she seems like she's carol danvers you know what i'm saying like i want her to be carol danvers period throughout and so i'm hoping it's just a bad picture lawrence but... maybe you can answer the the burning question now that you're that you're on is um why is why is that one one cree dude not blue why is he black because there, there's, there's another cree dude that's that's a black dude, the actor, but he's still he's blue. Jaimin Hansu. Okay, wait. So I, I, maybe I haven't seen that picture yet. The guy from um, I know who he is. No, but in Guardians, I'll post I'll post the picture in chat. Oh, 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 the um, Ronin. No, 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 no the other Ronin. guy. Because Ronin, we figured out is the same Ronin. Yeah, yeah. Ronin the Accuser, and then the Pursuer. Right. The other guy, the pursuer guy. Okay, what? So, what's the question we're asking? Was it was it Karth or Korath? Uh, Korath. And I'm putting the, okay. the 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 images in chat now. Oh shit! God, man. <laughs> God damn it! So, what's what's the question? Why why is he why is he look black and not blue? I just posted in chat. And you you see it's Brie Larson and she's in the space force. Everybody Space around Force. her, everybody around her is blue except for one dude who's who's black with blonde hair, or I guess a beard because he's bald. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll say I, I can say this. Um, Cree do have variants that are not blue. Um, they're not like albinos per se but they're rare like that's like that's what uh whatchamacallit was captain marvel marvel yeah but i'm talking about right marvel captain marvel right right is like you know he was he looked like a white guy but he he was cree and the rest of them are blue but every so often they have like white ones um they don't they they haven't had black ones in the comics back then, but there's nothing like why not a black one if you have white ones? Well, I yeah, of course Larry will, will do the politically correct answer, but I I my answer was that it's the James Gunn shooting on Guardians. Like, if you would have just painted them blue for Guardians, we would have had them blue here. 
along with the other Cree people. Yeah, and and that's that's probably the case too. <laughs> that's probably the case too. But you know, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, the Cree, the Cree, um, I mean, in the Marvel universe and the comics, like. Technically, a lot of those humanoid kind of races derive from one another or whatnot, but it's like there's there's white Cree, so it's like I guess you, there could be black Cree, but I, I I hadn't I've not seen one, and I don't like I don't even it's funny because I know that like his character was in Guardians, right? Right. Okay, I don't remember him at all. He's the one that when. When uh, what's his face, a space lord, whatever. When he's gonna, mm-hmm. when he's in that, in the opening, he's the one that shows up and is like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And then space lord is like, "Oh, I'm just Stop gonna start. I'm just gonna whatever. I'm just gonna do some oh, fucked yeah, up shit." And then he's like, "Oh, I don't. I've never heard of you." And it's like, "Oh, look, I'm." I'm Star Lord. I'm gonna do something fancy and start dancing. And then right, I am right. Groot and stuff. I don't fuck that movie. I'm gonna watch it again though. Ooh. I hate how their scenes are so funny in Infinity War. The the Guardians? Yeah. 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 It's like, like I don't like... want to enjoy anything with them in it, you know? Yeah, but Thor is in it, so... Yeah, but still, like, I, you know... It's it's still... I don't, yeah. He's like a pirate that fucked an angel. <laughs> that's how they describe <laughs> Thor. And it, that scene actually aggravated me more because it made me seem like... It made me see that the awkwardness that Drax should have, Thor had and did it better. Like Thor was a little literally and all that, and it's it's like that. Like you fucked up Drax, and then you did it with you know. They show you how to do it with Thor, and then you still don't. Luckily, that Drax isn't going to be back for Guardians Three. (laughs) Listen, the the Guardians are doing some interesting stuff in the comics right now. I don't give a shit. Like, well, you you might because they're basically disbanding, but. They're like front, front and center with. uh, Not my guardians. Not my guardians. Yeah, I I mean, I will say that. uh, Gamora is living up to her moniker in Infinity War. According to the MCU, Gamora is not living up to anything at this point. Spoiler alert. Oh, cause she's that's, dead. That's boo. Boo to that. Well, I need a spoiler alert sound effect. You made a spoiler sound effect. I need a spoiler. He needs alert. one. Yeah. Oh. I need it. There's, gotcha. there's got to be a button I can hit and it says spoiler alert. Intern. Okay. <laughs> she heard me. But yeah, but you know the movie. The like I will say this. I don't think that movie is going to be bad by any means. I think it's actually going to be a good movie. Moe's not going to watch it. Huh? Moe's not going to watch the Captain Marvel movie. Listen, the the, the worst 
case scenario I think from this movie we get is Brie Larson wasn't the right person and like like I feel like even if she's subpar it still turns out like a good movie well you're you're also they're they're kind of pegging her out to be the savior of right Infinity Avengers Infinity War 4 Right or whatever, you know. Uh, I think Tony Stark's gonna be the savior. Well, I already know what the savior is gonna be, but I don't want to tell you guys. I've been watching Infinity War like every day la- last couple days. Oh, jeez! Did you what? You bought it or something? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oz gave me his digital copy. Oh, gotcha. So, um, basically. Doctor Strange put a curse on the Time Stone. Oh, you're That's already off. When... Huh? You're already off. Why? Because I I know what. It's not a curse that's on the Time Stone, but the from the theories that I've been hearing is that it's a Time Stone from like the future or the past or something. Oh, uh, you see not... that? Yeah, that's you're inferring things here. Nah, listen, let me finish before you. You try to, to label me as fake news. <laughs> um, Dr. Strange put a curse on the Time Stone. That's why the Squidward guy couldn't touch it. Squidward guy was the only person that could tell Thanos, hey, that Time Stone's got a curse. Be careful. Who was who Squidward? The guy. They call him Squidward in the movie. The guy that captures uh, Dr. Strange. The oh, only magic user, and oh, I forget Evan his name. Right Ma. Now. Yeah. Yeah, Ma, Ma Kent. So he doesn't get to tell Thanos, hey, there's a a curse on this time stone. Now, when Thanos gets to use the whole gauntlet, that curse rules the gauntlet. Oh, and that's why it, it, it does what it does? I mean, yeah. That's not what's happening, but you go ahead. Why is it not what's happening? Because I know what's actually happening. But What's happening? Ahead. How it's, do you know? It's the time stone from either the future or the past. Uh, that's why it fucks up the glove. And as, as soon as the Avengers 4 starts, the, the current, present day time stone is going to show up to Tony Stark, who's going to use it to travel back in time. Reassemble the Avengers, yeah. assemble his own Infinity Gauntlet, and uh, do his own Look, snap. You're, you're half right. Wait, what? Wait, what? How's so? We say assemble the Avengers and make make their own Infinity Gauntlet. Like, yeah, he's gonna assemble Avengers from different points in time. Like, there's a... Tony Stark has proven that he can use technology to harness the gems. So. He he's half right, except that it, it's not. It's the cursed time stone that still survives after he snaps no, the, the, the the fingers. The time stone wasn't cursed. It was a curse that prevented you from touching the time stone. But he gives it away freely. Yeah, because he gave it away freely, he couldn't take it. But the curse is still there. I don't think you understand how curses work. So I don't think you understand how comic book movies work. I think I understand comic I, book movies better than you understand comic book movies. Either way, either one of those theories are gonna work. It's not gonna end up either one. We of know those he times. We know there's time travel in the uh, 
in Avengers Four. We've seen the images. He's recruiting. Um, Captain, that's why young I hate Captain America. Ronan so much. Why do you hate Ronan? Because Hawkeye is gonna be Ronan before he was Hawkeye. Like that's how they're gonna do it. Like in the past, he was a villain named Ronan. Before Shield recruits him. Yeah. That's why he's got like a young punk hair haircut. Yeah. That haircut's so fucking goofy. I've seen him. It just it looks wrong. For a guy of of that actor's age, who I forget right now. But I mean, you're the haircut expert. What do you think? That's a that's a young man's haircut, right? Yeah, it doesn't fit his face shape. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. there you go. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out. Re- re- realistically speaking, we're not that far, right? Like that joint comes out next summer. Are there any? No, next May. Captain Marvel is the only Marvel movie between now and then, right? Or is and then. That doesn't count as a Marvel movie. I know. <laughs> doesn't even count as a Spider-Man movie. Nope. Like, technically, Sony shouldn't be able to keep the license on based on that movie. I mean, technically, they're, they're using a character who they've named Venom, but that's not really Venom, right? It's, it's, it's fucking Parasite, the anime. Live action. It doesn't even have the spider on his chest. All right. Well, we got to move along. Play me that. Uh, I'm going to do that mobituary. Okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And okay. I don't know why there's like 10 seconds of silence. <laughs> Lower it a little. So this past week, Larry, I don't know if you heard, Bruce passed away. Who you got on the story? One at a time. Who passed away? Marie Severin. Oh, yeah. She, um, she was a colorist. She colored a lot of the old EC comics. You know, Tales from the Crypt and all those. And, uh, yeah, she's most known for creating, co-creating Spider-Woman. Yeah. That costume that they said was too sexy was created by a woman. Um, but yeah, she passed away at the age of, like, 86? I think. Yeah, I saw a lot of people paying tribute to her. Yeah. She was a a, a pioneer in a sense because she was a, a woman in a in a man's office. I saw she actually drew a picture of what it's like to be in the office at EC Comics, mm-hmm. and she was the only woman there. But it was like one of those like Mad Magazine like bullpen drawings. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but she actually drew it. Um, she really knew that's what made her I guess more valuable at EC she really knew what colors blended with each other in terms of how they're going to be printed out so she would saturate one a certain way and another and 
when the final product came out, it was really like popping colors. You know what I mean? Uh, to the point where somebody even like thought that she did like her own editorial thing to like not show blood, like show blood in the darkness. And she said, no, no, I would actually show light on the blood. So it would be like the light would just make everything look yellow. So if a parent saw the book that you were reading, you couldn't see it was blood on it. But you would, I would focus the light on the violence to not have to color it red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of her contributions. She also did art for the Spider-Man and the Hulk toilet paper. Toilet paper. Seventy-seven. Yeah. And yeah, she she retired in like two thousand and seven, but she did a little work here and there. You know, she like did go back and recolor her old colors for. Um, Hardcovers that collected the EC comic stuff and kind of made it a little more contemporary, but yeah, yeah. rest in peace, Marie Severin. Definitely, is that it? Yes, oh. okay. I don't want to just cut that off and then, like, you still have shit to say. Nah, it's. That's it. I mean, Once, you don't want to cut that off because you still have S to say? <laughs> I don't know what we're allowed to do now. Everything's fucked up. But yeah. And I guess, I don't know, unless you got anything else to say, we can go into final thoughts. Um, unless you have anything to review, Larry. I don't have anything to review. I was trying to think if there's anything news-wise to share. Um, Colin Bung is leaving X-Men. Aww. Oh, that, that guy or gal was awesome. Hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, Colin, Colin Bunn is is retiring. I know. Was he do, actually doing good work on X Men? He was actually like you know, okay. which his, which his, book? Because uh, there's like thirty of them. Uh, he kind of did a lot of different ones. <laughs> like like he was started with doing the Magneto ongoing series, and then kind of uh, he he started doing uh, or then he trans or not then, but he also transitioned to like. X-Men Blue um, and um, which I, he actually his last issue I think was the one that came out last week um, but yeah he did he had a, a, a decent run actually and uh, did some interesting stuff because uh, you know the there was a point where like he was still kind of you know of course doing Magneto stories but uh, Magneto was kind of mentoring the original Time Displaced X-Men. And that was a wild dynamic. But, uh, you know, he's kind of brought things back full circle. Like, you know, what's what's uh, old is new again. And so it was good. It was good work. It'll be interesting to see what he decides to do next. I don't think it's that interesting. <laughs> well, we knew that you didn't think it was that interesting, though. 
I mean, what you explained about X Men is is good, and it, he does have that. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's editorial that that, but it's one of those. I see that name on the comic, and it's like, this is probably not going to be that good. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Like, and don't get me wrong, like, by no means do I. He's feel probably like more I, good than bad. I just, no, you know, I I tend to read. I tend to read stuff like from Dark Horse and Image and stuff, and when I've seen his name on those, it's like it hasn't been that good. Oh, yeah, yeah and, and you know, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Like, I would be lying to you if I felt if I said to you like, oh, Cullen Bunn is like, you know, the next superstar comic book writer because I I don't feel that way, <laughs> you know, but uh, but. He's he's more than serviceable. It's like it's not like he's just a guy like just doing a job. Like he he does he does decent work. It's just not great, and it's unfortunate because you know you can find a lot of great work in comics right now, and it's been that way for a little while, you know. But I, again, though, I think you know, um, I feel like he's one of those writers where you know you know how they have that saying where they're like. Um, like I was, I was faster than anybody better than me, and and better than anybody faster than me. Have you guys ever? Yeah. Heard? And they talk about like you know what it's like to work in comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when it, when it's talk about working the deadline, you know, I feel like he's, yeah, he's one of those guys where it's like you know the stories that he gives you are good stories, and I'm sure that he's probably very consistent and um. And I'm sure he writes probably pretty quick. And, you know, it's like when you need somebody to rely on, it's like you 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 go ahead and make sure you have a, a guy like Cullen Bunn in your roster. So, you know, but, yeah, I, we'll see what, what happens next. Because, yeah, I could I could totally see if you're like you have Cullen Bunn in vertigo, that might be a little bit out of his depth right now. And so, and if he was doing that before, then it's probably it was probably way out of his depth then, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but hey, look, I'm sure I'm sure Cullen Bunn somewhere is going to be like, "You son of a bitch!" I'm sorry, Cullen Bunn. I like your work. I pay I pay money to read your books. But uh, you know, I can't wait till he's on the show so we could kiss his ass. I mean, we can do both. Nah. We've done it we've done it before. Criticize and kiss. Who? Hmm. I don't know. I'm not thinking uh, off the top of my head, but you know, I mean well look, we kind we kinda did it with Liefeld. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it wasn't like Yeah, I guess because it was more earnest and not as like, hey, gotcha, you know, like Yeah. It didn't yeah. feel as as harsh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, we just we're. I, I feel like most of the people we're honest with, and you know, it's like it's just we're fortunate in the sense that the guests that we have had on have been pretty amazing. Like you know, it's like what what. Well, I, I'll say this: it's like, like when we had on, um. Oh, jeez. Man, I'm friggin' spacing right sure now. Sure glad they left that impression on you. I no, 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 no. It's not that uh friggin' 
Elephant Man. Oh, Richard Starkings. Richard Starkings. I'm sorry. I don't know. I just had a brain fart. We had Richard Starkings on. It's like, I think at the time that we had him on, it's like there really wasn't much negative to say. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like Elephant Man was hitting on all cylinders. He created Comic Craft. The dude is a pioneer in the field of lettering. And it's just like, what am I going to say negative to Richard Starkings? Nothing when we had him on last. You know, now, you know, maybe you could, you know, because Elephant Man kind of fell off. And, you know. Well, it ended. No, it, it ended, but before it ended, it fell off. It's like, you could, you know. So you're trying to say, is it God ended it? Did, did, did. No, I mean, I, look, I think they would have kept printing it if he wanted to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. Who knows? You might be right. Maybe it did get ended because who knows how much, how many copies that book was selling at the end. I could, I would not did, be surprised if it wasn't meant. He did the meat. He he did the meat? You said? Oh, the beef. Oh, the beef. Gotcha. Yeah. Or like, you know, when we had a Mark Wade, it's like, what are you going to say negative to Mark Wade? Like, it, now, I, now, again, though, at, at the time, now, I will say it would be interesting because I would love to talk to Mark Wade about his involvement with Comicsgate at this point. And just, you know, which I don't even know if Mark Wade even wants to talk about that at length. Comicsgate? But, yeah. There's a Comicsgate? What what are you <laughs> we uh, talked about it last week? Uh, you sound like you sound like Larry last week when I brought up John Hinckley. Hinkley? The, the diversity of comics dude. I was trying to think when we talked to Mark Wade. Oh, you probably weren't here. You might not have been on that show. Like, like I said, heavy pour. It was it was when you were tri- when you're tripping over frozen dookies. <laughs> Yeah, but you should listen to that archive if you haven't heard it, Oz. It's a good show. Comics Gate. Yeah. You like, sure we talked about it last week? Because I've like, spent a lot of time listening to last week's show. It might have yeah. been the week before. Yeah, I think it was the week before. I can't go that far back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, remember the, the diversity in comics... Like, I didn't like know that guy. was Comics Gate, though. I know there is, uh, it was an issue, and it's been, I know we've talked about diversity in comics on oh, several occasions Comic-Gate. because it's, it, I didn't know it was Comics Gate. I guess I hear Comics Gate and I, I kind of conflate it with Gamergate because that's the other gate that I'm involved with. Um, we, we, you conflate it with what? Com- with uh, Gamergate? Yeah, that's. That's kind of like what. That's where the the name comes from. Like it's, it's basically like people are equating the the movement that was happening in the comic book industry to what was happening in the gaming industry and how they were just like being opposed to you know women and like minorities in that particular field. Like, that's why they call it Comics Gate. I don't They're saying really, it feel really like, yeah, those, it's much. a similar... Th- I thematically, I guess. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, this is how much I care. Fuck you, Larry. Is that Eddie Murphy? It's JB Smooth. Oh, I like JB Smooth. We actually went up to his house to get that. <laughs> we knocked. He said, "Who is it?" We said, "Larry," and that's that. That was the response. That was his response. Got it. Yep. Me and JB have never seen eye to eye. <laughs> no, but I mean, you've got a successful TV show coming up. So, f that guy, right? What's he doing? Are you calling me Cedric the Entertainer again? I'm not calling you that. I'm just, oh, do people not know that's your secret identity? Not Cedric the Entertainer. Like, we've had that discussion, right? We've talked about that on the show. Everybody, chat, do you know that Lawrence's alter ego is Cedric the Entertainer? Chat's not listening. I hate chat. Why is chat ignore (laughs) me? Stupid chat doing stupid chat things. <laughs> we should get a, a audio of JB Smooth cussing at chat. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah, so that happened, and then I, I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like there was like one other thing that I was like, oh, I should mention that, but I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Like, it was definitely something, uh, comic book related. But, well, I guess everything we talk, well, just about everything we talk about is comic book Is Tire Cloud trying to create a thing, or is, are comics Justice Warriors a thing? Is that is that a thing, comic- or is that just Tire Cloud trying to start something? Nah, I think that's him trying to start something, I think. Nah, I knew it. I need a... Hold on. Hmm. GZ Dr. Forever is asking if we talked about Elvin from the Cosby Show working at Trader Joe's. Uh, I, I'm not gonna make no. fun of a, a a man out there trying to man. Make, yeah hardworking man trying to make a living. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like it, was... it actually angered me when I heard what happened to him. I mean, I I can understand the story of hey, this guy who was on a popular TV show, which by the way was the the reruns of that show have been like that's not airing anywhere anymore because of the main dude doing some fucked up shit so obviously he's not getting any money off of that but kind of a it's an interesting story that dude on a popular tv show is now this is what he has to do to get by but then to make fun of that is kind of a little off to me like yeah. that's that that dude should be praised for doing what he has to do to right. feed his i, I don't mean, know if he has a family or not but it shouldn't be a story like right. i'm not gonna praise him for you know giving me my pure protein every morning it should be a story but, just to kind of like point out that hey just because you were on a popular tv show once doesn't mean you're you're rich and probably get his name out there and get him more work, but it shouldn't be something to be mocked. It's like, I don't like looking at, at fat people, but I'm not going to mock a fat dude at a gym because that's somebody doing what they have to do to improve themselves. So I, I don't, I don't like 
mocking somebody who's working at a at a Trader Joe's because that's what he's got to do to to make ends meet. You know, he's not selling drugs. He's not doing a number of other things that could be. Could, he that didn't do what more successful people do did, you know, <laughs> like drugging and raping women. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, the, of all the things he could do to make ends meet, having a, a job isn't. I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, I don't. I don't care what you do if you're working and that's and you're making ends meet. You do what you got to do for you and your family. The end. Yeah, I agree. It's interesting, though, that he wasn't able to get more work. And he, I don't know if that was I mean, he's, he's, he's done some stuff. I mean, he's done. Yeah, he did. Like, he directed. He did. Um, yeah, he did a couple things. Because, I mean, he's a really good actor. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's done stuff, but nothing that would make him rich and you know it's hollywood is an age game too not so much for men as it is for women you know yeah but you know if you're a minority actor and you're getting up there in age there's gonna be a little less work you know what i mean i would i would even say for hollywood he didn't age as well as other actors no I mean, I'm sure they can find something for him, but it just, you know, it's all representation, too. You know, you got to play the game. There's a lot of factors. Not everybody could be like Jack Nicholson that could just keep working till they're like 80, you know? I, I really think Cosby, like, just fucked them the most. Because if that, if that show was playing in more places, I think, I don't know if he would be able to live off the money he would make off of that, but that would definitely help a lot. And the fact that that show is nowhere. I mean, everybody, every, every network pull, that had it pulled it from that. They're not playing it anymore. That really had to just fuck him up badly. Yeah, but I've, yeah, yeah. And I, I say that not knowing how much he made off that show, how many episodes or, I did hear that, that Tyler Perry offered him a job. Great. Uh, Look, I hope cool. that if, if anything if anything happens from him being on the news, um, I hope he gets more roles. It's like cause like Larry said, talented actor. And wow. yeah, obviously a dude working at Trader Joe's isn't going around raping people. Hopefully. I like Trader Joe's. Allegedly. Jones. No, he was convicted. No, no, uh, Trader Joe's people. Oh, yeah, you know what? That's true. I've they're allegedly not running around. I've met some sketchy, sketchy Trader Joe's people. I met some sketchy Starbucks people, but that's in Iowa. So they have Trader Joe's in Iowa. Yeah, been there a couple of times. You said why? I said wow. Oh, <laughs> he said, "Why?" <laughs> There's at least one. I gotta drive fucking an hour and a half to get to it, but it's there. Dang! Stupid wives needing to go to stupid trip. Go on. <laughs> You're gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> what? I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, but intern's looking at me, and she she talks too much. She takes a transcribe of everything. 
Well, I guess we could play that wrap-up music. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, we've got nothing more to say about anything. Although, you should play the warning at the end again for Larry. <laughs> After the... <laughs> Uh, okay, and I will add that to the... Well, I guess you, you hear the the recording before you post it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll add that, and I'll add the previously before. And, yeah, well, I always send that to you, so... Yeah, um, yeah after the music ends, we'll get off the air, and I'll, I'll play that one more time. Just play it on the air. Okay. Fuck it. All right. I mean, F it. Do it live. Okay. Alright. Oz, final thoughts. Uh hit me up, Oscar at allgames.com. Like I mentioned er- like I mentioned earlier, but Larry wasn't on the line. Go watch Kin. That's a, a great movie. Lawrence, especially you, you would enjoy it. It's a it's a great family film about a little black dude with a space gun. <laughs> okay. I guess. It's good. Watch Mo- Kin. Okay, Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Um, read Unnatural. It's actually getting a little crazy. Issue 3 had a date rape in it. What? Unnatural? Oh, Unnatural, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, make sure you go and check us out on all of our social media, Fantastic Forum, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all of that. Uh, We'll be back next week. Until then, we're out.